Western regions of the world, particularly the USA, have had a massive influence on the rest of the world, with Africa not being the exception. They have influenced pop culture and other forms of culture, but there's one in particular that I want to talk about, and it's obviously the most relevant given the subject matters that we talk about on the show. Yes, I'm talking about car culture. Those Zimbabwe those Zimbabwe's car cultures influenced by both the eastern and western parts of the of the world. I want to focus primarily on the west, particularly the USA and other European countries in the west like Britain. <laughs> Britain. British. I want to identify some of the similarities and differences between the two. Uh, we also have um, similarities and differences uh, with eastern regions of the world like uh, Japan which I see as like a big bro for Zimbabwe because that's where we get all of our second-hand cars from so it's sort of like the way a big brother you know gives us a little brother hand-me-downs in terms of clothes and stuff same way with cars in this world you know then you also have Australia where I think we share a large part of our enthusiasm for the Bucky aka the pickup truck uh, segment uh, but I think with the West, is just a lot more to unpack there, and that is what I'll be talking about in the show. Welcome to the Zika Culture Podcast. If you're new, my name is Tino. I'm your very loony host who is always high but sober, <laughs> bringing you nothing but the best Zimbabwean-grown automotive entertainment. Now let me dump that clutch and let's shkushka through the episode. This is episode 16, and in the wise words of Low Pump, Eshkere! <laughs> When I first started planning this episode, I thought maybe I should do it in the literal sense like versus like Western versus Africa slash Zimbabwe, but I thought that's that's the wrong approach because the whole point of culture or car culture, it's all about unity, it's all about bringing people together and in so doing it in that way in the whole versus thing, there would obviously have to be a winner and a loser at the end of the show and obviously I, I thought that was the, the wrong approach. So instead I just want to actually say what I said in my intro. I want to compare the similarities and differences between the two, distinctive features between the two, and I think that'll make for a very interesting show, and I think you can all agree with me on that one. So I think let's stop the rambling and we get right into it, shall we? Hmm? Shall we? Let's get it for sure. Uh, I thought I came up with, I think, around seven categories, which I'll be looking at. Uh, such, car- such categories will be diversity, size, um, growth, events, uh, stress from the popo, <laughs> slash regulations, uh, lifestyle, motorsport, and the future. So those are the categories that we're going to be looking at. So, the, so let's start off with the first one, diversity. What do we have? Well, I'm going to start with my my home country, Zimbabwe. Ne? Zimbabwe, go Zim. Ne? Hashtag Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, in terms of diversity, unfortunately, compared to them, uh, we don't really have that much uh, diversity. Like I had said earlier on in my intro, we get a lot of our cars from Japan. And so what that means is that the kinds of brands that you see around here are going to be mainly Japanese. So you, I'm talking about your Toyotas, Hondas, Mazdas, Nissans, um, Subarus, all that stuff. All the Japanese cars, you're just going to find them running about. Compare that with the West, uh, they obviously have a lot, and by West I'm talking about USA and UK. So you've got a lot. UK, for instance, you've got your uh, Land Rovers, your Jaguars, your Aston Martin, Bentleys, Rolls Royce, the such. All those fantastic brands. 
McLaren even. Then you look at uh, British. <laughs> then you look at, uh, sorry, you look at the, the USA. USA you've got a lot. Uh, the American domestic market is quite, uh, quite big. There's quite a lot of brands, reputable brands as well that are very much represented. Your Corvettes, your Chevys, your uh, which which other ones? Your GMCs. You've got a lot. That's what I'm trying to say. You've got a lot. And so in terms of diversity, they've got their own American uh, domestic market plus the imports that come in from Japan and other parts of the world. Whereas here, yeah, because we don't make any of our own cars, we don't have our own brands, we're always importing. And so since we have one main source of import, we're not going to have that much diversity. And it also dictates the body styles that you see around mainly here you'll find hatchbacks or sedans and obviously your crossovers and suvs however there you'll find a lot of different um, body types from your wagons or estates you also got your coupes convertibles heck even limousines you've got <laughs> you've got limousines all over the place is this is this awesome there's there's a lot going on, on that side and in terms of diversity, you're also going to be talking about powertrains. What do I mean by powertrains? I'm talking about engine sizes. I'm talking about transmission types. So engine sizes, that's where you find a lot of diversity as well. Uh, where you've got your V8s mainly because V8 is like the most American thing ever. V8s, your V10s, V12s. Then you've got your smaller engines as well. But you know America, they love big things. So you're going to find big engines most of the time. Here in Zim, you mainly find... Your little four-cylinder engines most of the time. I'm talking about the Honda Fit. You know I'm going to shout out the Honda Fit in every episode. <laughs> it's our people's car. And Honda Fit is a perfect representation of what you find here in Zimbabwe. Just small econo boxes. Nothing too fancy, nothing too exciting. That's all you're ever going to find. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, you've got the old versus new car um, ratio. What do I mean by that? I'm talking about the ratio between new cars in the market and old or used cars in the market. Here in Zimbabwe, like I said, because we've got hand-me-downs, you find mostly used cars and mostly old cars uh, compared to new cars. Obviously in the States, they've always got new cars coming out and everybody's driving new cars and you find a smaller a ratio of old cars as a result. And the funny thing about this is what well, I just want to point it out. Uh, Zimbabwe is an Android nation, which means that a lot of people use Android phones as opposed to iOS. What that means is we also got new phones as well. We also got the newer phones coming out, which means they also come prepped with Android Auto. And <laughs> the funny thing is I bet a lot of people who have phones with Android Auto, they've never even opened the app, myself included. I've never, I've never used the app because our cars are so old, they don't even have it take that's close enough to the to the Android um, auto system in order to be compatible with the phone and stuff. Nowhere near that. <laughs> Our cars here at home are like 20 plus years old. There's nothing like that. So it just goes to show as well the the, the level of old cars and the, the population of old cars that we have here. Number two is size. And I'm mainly talking about the population of enthusiasts as well as um, support groups i'm talking about clubs owners clubs as well as support services uh, let me start off with support services what do i mean support services i'm talking about shops and other 
um, service providers that provide uh, services. <laughs> the type of English that my teacher hated. My English teacher, he should have killed me. But that's what I'm trying to say in a nutshell. It's very simple. There, in, in the States, for example, there are specialized shops that deal with particular models. And what that means is that it makes it easier and cheaper if you have a particular car and you, you're looking to customize it or to keep it running. Just keep it running in terms of parts and uh, 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 frequent service. And if you want to stylize it and personalize it, you can buy specific elements for that car. If you're doing like a resto mod where you want to have modern creature comforts on your old car, you can have that fitted, you can have that maintained as well. Here, it's not the case. There are a few shops here and there, but they're mainly generic, meaning that all they do is they just try to keep your car on the road. And sometimes uh, you may have to take it to South Africa for, for further customizations if you're going that route. Or, since it's a global village, you can always uh, shop online, buy your parts, then you can import. But, ish, that's a bit of a... It's, 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 it's expensive, me. <laughs> But it it just goes to show that there's a there's a massive support service for 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 guys in the states, even shops that are specific for a particular car. I remember watching a Doug Demuro video recently where he was reviewing a mint. What was it mint or not? Yeah, it was mint. It was a mint BMW E39 M5, and he was talking about how the owner has like a shop. There's like a shop in the region in that area where that shop is just dedicated to that particular model not just bmw not just any old 5 series but that particular e39 5 series m5 you know that just goes to show and i know we've got shops that are just like that for particular uh, brands particular car models all around the states which is really nice for them for us uh, we'll have to go the extra mile of actually trying to find the, the right shop most of the time we find ourselves actually going to south africa for that or botswana for, for things like that and that's the that's the difference between the two uh, places uh we also and then the issue of population I, this is an interesting one for me as well because zimbabwe has uh car enthusiasts they're not a lot but they they but there's something i've noticed that's going on these days which i'm very very happy about they are car enthusiasts, but they're scattered all about Zimbabwe. But what has been happening now, thanks to the thanks to to things like WhatsApp groups, Facebook groups, and just internet. Thank God for the internet, because now all these car enthusiasts that are around the world, that are around the country, can now come together and form communities. And that's exactly what's been happening as of late. I look at my own group right now, Z Car Culture. For for those that don't know. Zika culture is made up of eight members in our team. We were eight. And those eight people, some I met when I was still in university, and some I met on those groups, on those WhatsApp groups. I was like, oh, you're in my region, and you're also in my region. Let's come together. We form a group. We call it Zika culture. And what we do is produce automotive entertainment for the masses here in Zimbabwe and the rest of the world. You see? And that's, that's the advantage of it all. So, in terms of can't use this population for me in Zimbabwe. I think it's hard to say exactly whether it's big or small compared to just the general population. But I believe it's there, and I believe that we're now in a very unique situation where people are now coming together. Hashtag social distancing, but still, 
people are now coming together forming those groups and we're now having more events where people can actually now meet each other in real life and we can now bond over cars and that's pretty fantastic we're mimicking the same thing that's been going on for decades upon decades in the united states and that's where i want to do my comparison and now you can see now the comparison whereas in africa we're still coming together they have now come together they now have well-established uh, car communities well-established car owner clubs that have been going on for decades maybe even generations so yes the usa and other european nations do have a bit of a a bit of a lead between uh, between us and, and them but for the most part i'm glad that the culture is growing and especially in africa it's growing as more and more people realize that we do have cause in common after all you know something that we never realized back in school i thought i was the only one then i went to uni and i was like whoa there's so many enthusiasts here and i was so happy because it's kind of, it's kind of like meeting your family it's, it's something that warms your heart now the next one is linked to uh, size like what i was uh, talking about just a few moments ago and that is growth so just to talk just to um to to bring more insight into what i was talking about when, when i was talking about size people are coming together yes car groups are forming yes so what's the what's the growth rate like is it high is it low what's going on uh there's quite a distinct difference between the states and zimbabwe in zimbabwe like i said people are still coming together so the growth rate is still high especially now under lockdown since um, we are all trying to find things that keep us busy keep us occupied you always go back to what you love doing and if you're a car enthusiast that means you're now watching videos about cars you're reading articles about cars hashtag zika culture <laughs> you're listening to podcasts about cars hashtag zika culture <laughs> and other stuff like that and you will always find um, people that like the same stuff that you do because the car enthusiast is not simple for those that don't know for for you laymen out there it's not just a matter of liking cars there's a whole different aspect of liking cars some like different types of cars some like different aspects that are different from one another and there are there is conflict and i'll come back to that point of conflict later on when i'm doing um the states so there is bound to be conflict as well but i'm glad with zimbabwe there is a high growth rate right now as more and more people have access to the internet more and more people are beginning to realize that they're not alone that they also have maybe the next door neighbor they never talk to they, they they now talk because of cars you know that's 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 how incredible uh, this this whole phenomenon is so the growth rate is there and it's growing and since it's still new since 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 it's still a new phenomenon uh, it, it's only gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger the more time if it wasn't for COVID, there were plenty of events that are being organized car meets show and shines um drag events that are all lined up and that calendar is getting bigger and bigger each year i've been i've been on that calendar for a few years now and each year it seems to be getting bigger and bigger and each event is getting bigger and bigger because of that love of car culture even if you don't love cars so much there's still something about just being in the same place with someone who just has a love for something and and that is just awesome now in the states 
yes, there's still the, the car culture, uh, there's still the love, there's still communities that are still strong and still hold great and dear values. And yes, it's still growing, but I think it has reached sort of like a quota. It has reached a point where, unfortunately, thanks to the internet, that's a bit of a weird thing to say. What I'm trying to say is, you know trolls, internet trolls, there's been a rise of internet trolls, especially now under lockdown, where people have got way too much time on their hands. <laughs> but you got internet trolls, and that also stems to, to, to current users as well. And they're not just internet trolls, but they're also trolls in general, and some may call them armchair experts, quote-unquote, that's what we call them. And those are the people that want to not want to be the, the I-know-it-all type of person. And unfortunately, there's been a growth of those people in the in the states. The states have sort of reached like a maturity stage of culture growth of of the population of countries and and just the culture in general. And what that means and what what that has led to now is that you have a lot of negativity that's floating around within the community. A lot of people that just hate for the sake of hating. And I'm not saying that it's not here in Zimbabwe, it's also here as well. You don't have, you, we do have trolls, we do have people that just hate for the sake of hating because maybe they don't have what you have. But there's, yeah, there's this level of hate. It's not perfect as well, uh, our communities. It's not perfect. Well, we are human and there's also conflicts. And in the States, it's, it's quite visible as well. I'm not saying it's all it's all bad. They you know they've got imp- incredible culture, incredible love for one another. And... It's unfortunate here in Zimbabwe what even shocked me the most when I was going to drag events and other things like that it also has an impact on on race as well in terms of uh, just the the race uh, landscape in Zimbabwe I know people like Indians and whites are a minority in Zimbabwe but there was always that uh, there was always that belief among Zimbabweans or like a stereotype they just thought that white people are like the meanest people like whenever you go to an event and you come across their car and you really like it don't don't go too close to it or else they'll shout at you for be for breathing on their car maybe because you're just black or whatever I I don't know maybe it's just me but I haven't experienced that all the people all the white people that I met at drag events were super friendly you would walk up to their car and you know exactly what it is and you're absolutely almost drooling like you can see you they can pretty much see your drool coming out of your mouth and you're just in love with their car and they will come to you and they'll be like do you want to know more about it or do you want do you want to do you want me to rev it for you do, do, what do you want to know about it you you engage in conversation i got so many contacts now of those people they've got their shops in Arari and I can't wait as soon as, as soon as lockdown is over I'm gonna be visiting those people because they are so friendly and that's the still that's the stigma that I think will I think it will break thanks to car culture because now blacks can finally mix and mingle with whites all for the love of cars blacks always sometimes are scared of whites of like ah what if he you know is racist and all that yeah there are a few bad apples here and there but I was surprised, I was happily surprised that for the most part cars don't just bring people together but it also has an impact on, on some of the social challenges we've been facing 
the issue of race and stigma and even stereotypes you know even those whites i'm sure they also had the the, the stereotypes about us like ah these guys they don't know nothing what they do is just break things and they don't know anything about cars they don't appreciate them the way that we do but then they meet some of us and they're like oh i, I was i was mistaken these people are fantastic we need to we need to get it we need to 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 hang out more we need to do more things together and that's the great thing about car culture in the states and here we need that we really need it it goes beyond the love of cars and it, it now helps in mending some of the social challenges we've been going through it's quite touching now the next one i touched a little bit about it in the previous um point where i was talking about events and that's the one thing I want to talk about now, and that's uh, events. Uh, events, like I was talking about previously, the the the, the calendar has been growing quite well. I'm, I'm happy about that because of the the increased amount, uh, increased interest in, in cars has now brought about more and more events coming out. But here I want to talk about um, the, the types of of events that that that's been going on. In Zimbabwe, uh, uh, let me just share with you what goes on. Uh, we we do have uh, various types of um, events, from sporting events, which I'll touch on later on, as well as uh, events in the form of enthusiast events, uh, like show and shines, like what I mentioned earlier on, uh, and other things like that. So it's mainly just show and shines. People come with their cars they just show off uh, the stuff that they have even bikes they come through as well with their stuff to show what they got if uh, similar events happening there in, in our two bigger cities that is Harare and Bulawayo uh, and yeah it, it's generally just show and shines generally just stuff like that uh, for the most part which is exciting for us because it's not something that we've been been getting a lot of and it's quite a new thing for us in the states however well you've got generations upon generations of events that have been going on and you've got so many different types of events that have been going on as well you've watched like uh events such as new releases you know those uh shows that happen annually like your new york auto show your detroit auto show where they showcase where companies come and showcase like new models coming out or concept ideas that they have that they just want to test the waters with and see what goes on then there are also special events enthusiast events like uh sema where it's mainly just about uh, people with insane builds that go there to just showcase uh their, their skills showcase what they can do and there's so many great stuff that you see there and it's, it's, it's inspiring for us as as Africans as well because we see that and we want to mimic that as well and it's pretty exciting then you go across the pond to UK and you've got one of the most interesting shows that happens yearly or annually I'm talking about the Goodwood Festival you've got two two of them you've got the Goodwood Festival Speed and you've got the Goodwood Revival and both of those events are pretty spectacular I hope I get to go to those events uh, sooner rather than later because oh it's just from the videos i see on youtube it's absolutely divine and i would love to go there so you got that um you've got that um different types of car culture so you've got more diversity in terms of events happening in the west than here in africa but the good thing about it is that since we're so we're uh, we're a uh, global village 
all we do is just learn from what these guys are doing and we we, we bring it here like drag races we, we bring them here we've already brought it here uh we see their their car their events like sema we bring it here it's all a matter of time and that's pretty exciting from the good to the bad and everything in between i don't know what you call this but i'm talking about stress from the popo from the favo from the police <laughs> and regulations uh, what i mean by this is that i want to compare how much stress enthusiasts are in when it comes to the law how much the how much the law regulates what a car enthusiast can and cannot do to their cars now this is a no brainer for us Zimbabweans we do have a lot of privileges <laughs> we do have a lot of freedom as to what we can and cannot do we don't have things such as emission regulations uh in terms of car roadworthiness it's not really checked that's why you see a lot of cars running about coughing and then then nobody bats an eyelid it's just normal so what that means is that as car users we can absolutely go nuts with our cars we can do everything we want we can do catalytic converter deletes we can have the darkest tint ever and and we can get away with that we can lower our car though that's at your own risk because most of the time you will be damaging your car because the roads are too, so terrible so terrible you can absolutely do anything you can have glowing you can have underglow you can have LED lights you can have laser lights you can have those 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 lights that may cause epilepsy to 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 people that are sensitive you can do anything you want absolutely anything and that's the one thing i really love about zim because even at a roadblock a policeman will not stop you because <laughs> your tent is too dark they will stop you because uh, okay i want to talk about it. <laughs> no let me back out let me back out of that one that's just, yeah let me not back. let me not talk about that one but hey, the symbols you know what i'm trying to say you, you know wink wink uh you go to the states or even the uk i've watched shows like that shows where you get stopped and they like have this meter where they like check how dark your tent is and they say that your your tent shouldn't be too dark and it should let it should let through like at 70% of light and stuff like that and if you if it's too dark you get you get a ticket or you get fined for that and if your your camber if your camber is is too if it's too much like if it's too exaggerated like your negative camber if it's too 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 exaggerated like the angle is just so insane you get charged for that whereas for us I've never really seen a car that's been slammed like that slammed and have so like a insane camber I've never seen that here in Zim. I'm sure it's there, but I haven't really seen one. I live in a small town, so obviously I won't find anything too fancy around here anyways. But that's the freedom that we have, and I love that. Because I, I look at those guys in those days, they, 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 are, they are under so much pressure. They're not allowed to do this, they're not allowed to do that. Ah, I feel sorry for you guys. I feel so sorry. Then there's that, there's that um, 25-year-old uh, rule thingy. The law where you say that where it says in the states that you can't put the car that's that's uh, not older than 25 years old, and so that's that's why I think I want to I would have wanted to make this my rant. I don't know if I should make it a rant, but ah, the reason why some of the cars that we love in Zimbabwe, particularly JDM Heroes, has gone up in value is mainly because of the guys in the states because. As soon as that car hits 25 years old, they're now importing it and the level of demand is now so high and they 
put those cars on such a high pedestal that they're now charging insane, insane ludicrous prices. And what that means is that for us Zimbabweans who can barely afford the cars in the first place, they're completely out of reach now and completely out of stock because as soon as they hit 25, those cars are being shipped, all of them, to the States and that's the end of that. That's a lot to see them. So <laughs> I don't know if this should be my rant. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it might not be. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to do a rant in this episode. It seems like a, a quite a light-hearted episode today, so I don't really want to have too much negativity. But that's that's how it's, that's just how it goes. Lifestyle. Go Google those lyrics. That's that's Young Thug. <laughs> those are Young Thug lyrics from from that music. So what, what song was it called? It was called Lifestyle from like 20, 20 something, 2014, 2015. Yeah, so lifestyle is my next. Um, it's my next point. Uh, what about lifestyle? Uh, I'm just talking about in general, the general lifestyle, the general vibe between uh, Zimbabwe and and in the states and even in Britain. And and it's quite it's quite different. It's quite just it's quite different. Uh, and I think it's mainly it also boils down to I think a race. Uh, it's obvious you've watched uh, the white people that are the majority in the states they have I should say an active lifestyle for the most part so that's why you find uh, a, lot, a lot of demand for off-road vehicles capable off-road vehicles uh, that they like to take um, really really go go down some insane courses and all that so and they like camping not all of them but some they or camping as well then you also have incredible roads which is the, one of the main things i want to talk about and that's infrastructure uh, with the roads they've got so many great roads roads that when you see them on tv or on youtube it's like they're never used they're just like roads that are just there out there for just enjoyment and nothing else not like you're using it to commute or to travel just a road it's just a road and there's no traffic, there are no pedestrians, there are no potholes. It's just a nice scenic drive. And I get why they do have those Sunday drives where they can just cruise on a Sunday afternoon. And if they have a convertible, it's with a top-down, wind in the hair, music playing the favorite song, and the world at their feet. And they just cruise. And, and I can really picture that. And it's, it sounds fantastic. The culture there... It also mainly it goes with race as well, like what I mentioned. When it comes to Zimbabweans, we're not really like that in terms of uh, our culture. I'm not talking about culture, culture, not just culture. Culture for us is different from them. Since we're the majority here as, as black people, as African people, we do have a different lifestyle from them. And our lifestyle mainly involves just, um, yes, we do have some active lifestyle activities such as uh, <laughs> bowling <laughs> such as uh, flexing on people who don't got none <laughs> no we, we do have stuff that we do just um the, it's you know what i'm trying to say it's quite different between us and them uh but for the most part we're city people we like to do city things uh like to 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 go places nice places with nice cars and all that stuff so there is uh there is that distinction when it comes to lifestyle and our roads are terrible which sucks and we don't really have those sunday drives because we're mainly in church then after church we've got uh some 
more church afterwards. <laughs> yes, uh, that happens. And yeah, Sunday drives aren't really a thing as well because fuel is bloody expensive, brah. Eish, it's fuel is killing us. That's why a lot of people are now thinking of going the EV route, which I think makes sense-ish in a way. But you do have a lot of uh, power cuts, so that's sort of dampens it but then you could go solar as well we've got a lot of sunlight compared to, to places like uk where it might not be an option so i think we can count our blessings there if we can maybe uh just find ways of making things work of which that's what we do as Zimbabweans. that's our thing we make things work for for the good of our survival and for the good of our own being and our own so and our own living so yeah let me let me not ramble anymore but that's pretty much it when it comes to lifestyle it also boils down to economy as well. They they have a better performing economy. We we're struggling as, and as a result of our struggling economy, we do have to tighten our belts. So we can't really go on those Sunday drives, but we're just in the fuel queue trying to <laughs> trying to buy the expensive fuel and and you don't really get to drive drive anywhere nice because you're just always hitting potholes and you're stressed and it's not nice. We don't really have those nice scenic routes and it sucks. <laughs> Ah, but anyway, Spirit of Positivity is the name of the episode, so I'm going to stay positive and go on to the next thing. <laughs> and the next thing is motorsport. Motorsport, motorsport, motorsport. Oh, that's another thing that brings us together. I was talking about drag racing uh, a few categories ago, and I was talking about how that also helps in terms of uh, issues of social social challenges we may have and with motorsport i now want to talk about uh the diversity of motorsports between us and them as zimbabweans like what i mentioned before we do have a motorsport which is absolutely fantastic for drag races for amateurs and pros we've got circuit races for amateurs and pros we've got <clears throat> pardon me we've got uh motocross that goes on which is absolutely cool uh, we've got, what else am I leaving out? Oh yeah, we've got burnouts. I don't know if, if the state has that, um, might, might have, might not. Not sure. But burnouts, burnouts are sort of like, if, for those that don't know, burnouts is, uh, way, way people just do, like, donuts. I might be just be watering this down a little bit, but it's mainly just guys doing donuts and then they do crazy maneuvers and all that think um just doing burnouts but we've got uh evil carnival doing like all sorts of crazy stunts while whilst doing those donuts so people like to use the e30 as the as the preferred car to do that because obviously it's easy to to drift and it also loves to rev so you can leave it at red line for a prolonged time and some even like uh, modify it in such a way that they can leave it raving whilst they jump outside, do their crazy maneuvers, jump all about, run around, kiss babies, then come back <laughs> whilst the car is still doing its donuts, then do its thing, then goes around like that, and you get charged and you get points for that. And it's quite an interesting form of motorsport as well, which I absolutely adore. And with that African flavor as well, you've got SA House, House playing in the background, Zim Dancer playing in the background. It's got this vibe. It's got this African vibe and it's pretty cool. In the States, you've got a lot more going on as well, apart from the ones that I mentioned, like drag racing, fish they've got like proper, proper drag racing with like rocket engines and stuff like that. So they've got drag racing, they've got uh 
different levels of Formula Motorsport. I'm talking about Formula 3, Formula 2, Formula 1, and you've got uh, Formula E, Formula D, that's the drifting um drifting uh, form of motorsport. They've got autocross. They've got a lot of stuff going on, and it's also entertaining to watch from that side of the pond. It's pretty incredible. So you've got amateur series and pro series, all of that, and it just makes for a good watch. And we come down to the last one, that's number seven, and that is the future. What does the future hold for car enthusiasts and car culture in general? I think uh, it's it's something that's a bit hard to 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 speculate on. There is a trend, obviously, towards EVs. I've been talking about this quite a number of times. You've got the the issue of EVs, the rise of uh, electric vehicles coming into the market, and obviously that has an inf- influence of uh, culture. And and we've already seen that we now have people doing what's now known as Tesla swapping, where they take a Tesla powertrain and they shove that into a conventional car. So they take all the batteries, take all the motors and stuff it into a car that would normally come with a combustion engine. So you've got Tesla swaps becoming a thing now. We've got, um, uh, what you call it, uh, EV, EV motorsport events happening now. And EV, um, race cars that are being developed like that Mark E 1400 for example and so it's it, it seems EV is the future but what I like about Zimbabwe is that we still got some time in as much as we, we, we are a bit behind in terms of technology and all that we still have access to the latest technology so we've got mix of all the new all happening at the same time and so we've got the mix of old car culture and new car culture all combined at one place. With the States, it seems to be a bit different. We've got a lot of the new stuff taking over and the new stuff obviously robs us of some certain things that we would absolutely miss, such as the combustion engine itself, such as the manual transmission and and other things like that. So it, in terms of the future, it's it's hard to say where culture is going. We know where the market is going in terms of sales. It's obviously the EV route, but with culture, it's interesting to see where that goes. If we're gonna be incorporating um, the the EV, how will it merge well? Especially here in Africa, where EVs are not yet a thing, and we're yet to see how it behaves and how it copes here in Zimbabwe and and the rest of Africa. But I can't wait to find out. That's the whole beauty of it all. We get to see, we still have those countries coming together, like what I mentioned uh, in the beginning of the show. We still got people coming together, communities being formed still. It's still a new thing and it's still exciting. And so you have a mix of everything, of those EVs as they come in, they'll merge with combustion engines. Everything will just be still on the come up and I can't wait to see where that leads. And I'm so excited about that and... It's going to be interesting to see. I, I can't wait to, to, to see how that goes. And on that note, uh, I think this makes for a very interesting show. And it has been an interesting show. Um, I believe this this has been quite an incredible one. And I thank you so much for, 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 for listening, guys. I, I really appreciate your support, your endless support, your endless contributions. I love it all. If you want to get in touch with us and you want to interact with us, be sure to check us out on social media. We're there on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can give us a shout out there. We post as frequently as we can. 
uh, and we hope that we can have you along as well and be sure to follow us follow stuff comment share and all that jazz i appreciate you your support ladies and gentlemen and you can also find us as well on drafttribe.com uh, for those that know Draft Tribe, know that it's a fantastic place. And you also find Z Culture there. We've got our own page there where we post weekly articles. We post every Monday. And this this time around, we've been doing a series, a series called Heroes, where we focus and dedicate our articles to one particular uh, heroes, whether it's a car or a person. And for the past two weeks, we've been doing an article on the one and only greatest legend still alive that is gordon murray that is the british designer of race cars and the mclaren f1 so the heroes uh series for the second week in a row has been dedicated to gordon murray and the mclaren f1 quite an interesting read done by none other than my very own co-founder kuzanai manyao be sure to check that out at drafttribe.com just search zikakasha and you'll find all of our articles for your reading pleasure thank you so much guys for listening once again my name is tino tender and i hope i catch you on the next one cheers